All right. Welcome back to the Blueprint Podcast, where faith and purpose intersect. I am your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up. It's time to enjoy the journey. Uh, I am so excited to have everybody back with me today um, as we enter, uh, enter into what seems like a new phase now as life starts to get back to a little bit closer to what normal is uh, as we're mingling all about. Got a beautiful day outside. Uh, had a lot of people uh, out and about today as uh, I wandered back in uh, from broadcasting church service this morning. So uh, it's really good to have everybody here with me. Um, and I want to start off today's show by sharing a quick story with you. Now, if you pay attention to my midweek inspirational thoughts, you've read uh, this week's story. And uh, it's a personal story, something that I actually had happen to me. Now, you may not know it right now looking at me, but at one point in time, I was a very avid runner. Uh, I, I ran quite a bit. Uh, I've run several marathons, triathlons, and all of, all of those sort of things, uh, 5Ks, 10Ks. And uh, I still do run to this day, but not to the extent that I used to. Uh, I've always enjoyed uh, being out there running. And one day I was out running uh, as I prepared for what must have been a, a 10K race because I remember that day I was running a 10-mile uh, course that I have mapped out here in my, in my city that I live in. And as I ran that day, uh, I remember uh, it was a particularly warm day. It was pretty hot. And as I ran the course, I'll never forget uh, just kind of uh, getting to that point. Now, if you've ever run distance before, you know that you eventually reach a point where you become delirious from exhaustion. No matter how far it is you're running, your body just aches. Um, and as the aching and the hurting begins to set in, you, you just really become delirious with exhaustion and you, you grow frustrated, you grow, you grow tired, and you don't think straight, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, as I was running on this particular day, I'll never forget it was, uh, I turned on a long, uh, it used to be a country road, a back road, and there at the time uh, were still nothing but fields around it. Uh, now, off in the distance, probably about uh, maybe a mile down, maybe a little less than a mile, there was a neighborhood that had begun being built. And I turned down this particular road, was running down it, and uh, come up uh, another road where a school uh, happened to be. And I would always turn on this loop whenever I was running my 10-mile course. And that particular point was about the halfway mark uh, of my 10-mile loop. And I'll never forget making the turn that day. It was a Saturday morning, and it was it was particularly hot for a Saturday morning. I was I was very tired, and as I made that turn up on the course, uh, I remember just kind of slowly trotting down the road, and a truck, an an older pickup truck, passed by me, and as this truck passed by, I noticed it was going it was going kind of slow and. Uh, as the, the gentleman in the truck passed me by, he ended up, uh, ended up going his way about, oh, maybe 50, 75 yards past me, if that far. 
And <laughs> I remember, uh, you know, he, his brake lights coming up. And now I'm at the point at this time where I'm thinking to myself, great, somebody, uh, somebody's going to come along and they're going to have a problem with me running at this point in time uh, when I am completely exhausted. And I certainly uh, didn't have uh, any time to want to stop and try to defend myself. And uh, it, it was just one of those points where I'm thinking to myself, God, I do not feel like dealing with anybody right about now. Well, as uh, I continued running slowly toward the truck, I see this man looking out and he's pointing at me in a pretty animated uh, fashion. <clears throat> and he, he's, he's pointing at me and he's, he's yelling and screaming. And uh, of course, I've got on earbuds, so I don't hear what he's saying. And I'm just looking at him as he's pointing and yelling toward me. And uh, all I could think to myself is, well, whatever happens, happens. Uh, if we're going to have problems, we're going to have problems. <laughs> and, and slowly, out of the corner of my eye, I see something that, well, for any runner, it's the last thing you want to see, especially when you're already tired and you're in an area where there, there's no there's no barriers, there's no trees to climb, there, there's no way to hide or defend yourself. I see a pit bull darting down the road behind me, and I slowly begin to realize that what this man was pointing out to me was that a dog was running down the road behind me chasing me. I had no idea that the dog was after me, but whenever I see the dog, then I really think to myself, oh my God. And this dog is is uh, snarling, it's, it's barking, it's growling. I rip my earphones out of my ears, and in a, in a minute, I had a decision to make. I had to make a decision what I was going to do next. Would I turn and try to run from the dog? And quickly, all of these things are playing out in my mind. And I ask myself, do I turn and run? And then you think about all of the times that you've been told if a dog is chasing you, just stand still. Don't run from it because it'll continue to chase you. And uh, I made the decision instantly to not run. Mainly because I was far too tired to run. I was exhausted. Uh, and I knew that no matter how hard or how fast I ran, I could not outrun the dog. And I was already too tired to run any distance at full pace. So... I came to a complete stop. I turned, and this dog at this point's probably 50 yards behind me, and he's still darting at me with his tail, you know, kind of curled under him. He's running and snarling. And I made a decision that to this day probably was only made out of the fact that I was delirious. I looked at the dog, and I began snarling and growling and barking back at it. And all of a sudden, the dog came to a sudden stop. He didn't know what to do. He was kind of confused by the fact that I wasn't running. And all of a sudden, I was barking and growling at it. And uh, as the dog slowed down for a second, he continued charging toward me. Then all of a sudden, I made a split decision to run toward the dog. <laughs> I, I started darting to toward the dog, uh, running at it as though I had some means of attacking it whenever I got to it. And to my surprise, whenever I started running toward the dog, the dog immediately turned and ran away from me, tail between his legs, 
and just took off. Now, quite honestly, I was happy that the dog made the decision to turn and run and didn't continue darting toward me because I'm not quite sure of what I would have done had he uh, continued darting toward me. But it made me think about something that we all face in life because we all come to moments where we have to make a decision at some point. We all come to the point in life where we have things that we fear, things that we're afraid of. I was certainly afraid of that dog, but I had to make a decision in an instant. Either I was going to continue running, I was going to stop and stand my ground. And oftentimes in life, the biggest decision we're ever going to make is the decision to either keep running or to stand our ground in life. And this is something that's not easy to make because many times whenever we're afraid of something, we fear the absolute worst of it. We fear that if we make the decision to face whatever it is, then, you know, something detrimental is going to end up happening to us. Something horrible will occur because we make the decision to face whatever it is we're afraid of. Oftentimes, the things we're afraid of aren't near as threatening as we think they are. Most people go through their entire life unhappy because they live in fear. It's not because, you know, they have circumstances that are beyond, uh, beyond conquering. It's not because they have some situation or some limitation that keeps them from being happy. Most people are unhappy because they're afraid. And there's nothing worse than being afraid. It's, it's one of life's great mysteries to me. Because every year, Halloween time, we, we'll go out and we'll pay good money to go to a haunted house, for example. And we'll pay people to actually scare us. And it makes me wonder, why is it that we would go and pay someone good money to create fear? And I think the reason that we do that is because that's really the only time that we're ever actually in control of our fear. And we fear so many different things in life. I mean, we fear failure. Think about this. One of the biggest things that stymies people in life is the fear of failure. The, the idea that, you know, if, if they try to do something, they're going to come up short. And you know what? Here's the reality of it. When it comes down to failure, uh, failure is always a possibility. But it's all about how we view failure. You know, whenever you think about it, failure is the only way that we can grow. It's only through failure that we learn, that we improve, that we get better, that we understand what we need to do to refine our approach towards something. So people live in fear of failure, and failure is an absolute necessity in life. It's the only way that we improve. It's the only way that we could get better. So rather than fearing failure, it's actually something that we should embrace. We should, we should actually look for failure in life. Not for failure's sake, but for the opportunity to grow, to become better, to be refined. So one of those things, fair, failure, that we fear, we have to be willing to face it. Failure is the next stepping stone toward success. So in order for us to become successful, to any extent and in any degree in life. We have to embrace the idea of failure. Now, of course, we always fear 
judgment. We fear the judgment of other people. And here, here's the thing about it. You know, we, we fear people's judgment. But at the same time, those people whose judgment we're afraid of are also the same people who are afraid of everyone else's judgment. Think about that for a minute. So we all sit in this cycle of fear of one another. And really, there's nothing to be afraid of. One person's judgment of you has absolutely no bearing upon your life. Has absolutely no bearing upon whether or not we're successful at anything. Has no, no bearing on whether or not we live with the sense of purpose or we accomplish what we were put here to accomplish. So we need to get beyond other people's judgment. Everybody, to, to some extent and to some degree, is going to make mistakes. They're going to come up short. They'll miss the mark. The only people who don't are those who are not attempting to make any effort. I want you to think about that for a moment. It's only when we try that we have the opportunity to fail. And those who are judging our failures, well, the reason they have time to judge it is because they're not making the attempt themselves. So we shouldn't be afraid of the judgment of other people. And then, of course, we also fear commitment. What will it cost of me? That's one of the biggest questions that we have to answer whenever we stand our ground and step toward anything that we're afraid of. What will it cost of me? You know, whenever that dog was chasing me, I had to ask myself the question, what will it cost? What's going to happen? What's the outcome going to ultimately be? And fortunately for me, it turned out to be a good outcome. The, the dog, uh, although... It had come charging toward me, although it was, you know, angry and snarling and putting on a pretty good show. It turns out that the dog wasn't as big a threat as I thought it was. But here's, here's the amazing thing. Had I made the decision to run from the dog, you know what would have happened? It would have continued chasing me. Because whatever we run from will chase us. You remember the, the old adage, whenever you're growing up, never run from a dog because it'll chase you. The same thing with our fears in life. The more we run from them, the more we try to avoid the things that we're afraid of, the more it seems that they come after us. Eventually, we simply have to plant our foot in the ground and be willing to face it. That's the only way that we can conquer what's in front of us. So as we begin to wrap our head around facing our fears, running toward our fears, in fact. It's not so much facing them, but charging toward them. Uh, if you remember the, the, the Bible story, David and Goliath, it says that it was 40 days and 40 nights that Goliath had been tormenting the army of Israel, coming out to the line, challenging them, daring someone to step forward. And for 40 days and 40 nights, battle-hardened soldiers were intimidated. They were afraid. They cowered in a ditch hiding behind a wall, doing anything that they could to prevent having to face this giant. But it was only when someone with the blind faith of a child stepped forward that Goliath was actually conquered. And whenever Goliath was conquered, it says, that as Goliath stepped toward the line, David charged at him. 
See, if, if in the Bible, the greatest victories that were accomplished were accomplished because people charged toward the things that were threatening them, what do you think it's telling us to do? I think that it's a clear illustration that we have to be willing to run toward the things that we're afraid of, rather than cowering and backing down. Sometimes we just have to plant our foot in the ground and face it. We have to run toward the things that are tormenting us and say, bite me or not, I'm coming at you. You know, that day, that was kind of what happened in my mind as I saw this dog charging toward me. I just made a decision, bite me or not, you're going to face me. And somebody's going to have to gonna have to pay the consequences of what happens. It might be me, it might be you, but somebody's going to pay the consequences. And sometimes we just have to be willing to say, bite me or not, this is happening. You're going to have to face me. You might get the best of it. Perhaps on some occasions it might get the best of you. But the question is, are you willing to stand your ground? Are you willing to plant your foot in the ground and say, no matter what, I'm not backing down anymore. See, it's only whenever we do that, it's only when we run toward our fears that we have the opportunity to conquer them. So I wanna, I wanna implore upon you th this afternoon, be willing to face whatever it is that you've been afraid of. If you're willing to face it, that's half the battle. Victory can only be assured whenever we're willing to stand and fight. So I want to challenge you to stand your ground. Run toward your fears. Be willing to do battle. What you'll find half the time, just like that dog, is that the thing that you're afraid of is more afraid of you. And if you dart toward it, it'll retreat. So that being said, I just want to ask you guys to face the day. Face the things that you're afraid of. Stand your ground. Run toward your fears. And as always, enjoy the journey. That being said, guys, uh, for those of you who are watching the live recording of the broadcast, I want to thank you again for, for logging in, for plugging in. Uh, I want to ask you to do a couple of things. I want to ask you, of course, to like and share. Like and share the broadcast. And at the same time, I want to ask you to listen in to the podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. So you can listen into it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any of the other major platforms that are out there, we're on it. And I want to ask you to, to like it, to share it, to follow it. Tune in every week. We have a new episode. And we're always looking to add content and add value to your life. So that being said, thanks for plugging in this week. Nat Banks, as always, man, thank you. <laughs> thank you, my brother. I appreciate you uh, you logging in and listening in. I appreciate you helping me troubleshoot uh, to make sure that we put the show on uh, with great content and quality uh, streaming. So thanks for everything. And for all of you out there that are listening right now, for all of you that are listening to the podcast through one of the, the many platforms, uh, I thank you for listening into the show. I hope that this week's show challenges you to embrace your fears. Not just embrace them, but run toward them. And challenges you to be the best you that you could possibly be. Once again, uh, thanks for logging in and...
Have a great week, guys. I look forward to seeing you all again next week. And as always, enjoy the journey. <laughs>